The Alter Rebbe in Perik Memvov, bottom of the page, is introducing us to a new type of love, a new motivation for love. That a Yid is loving the Eibishter, because he's far away. Now, why would you love the Eibishter because you're far away? The Alter Rebbe is like this. This is a motivation for loving the Eibishter at a distance. Why do I love Hashem? I realize I'm such a nothing, I'm such a tiny little person, and yet the Eibishter likes me and favors me and considers me special. I owe him such a debt of gratitude that cannot be repaid. The key is, in this Chiddush, this Pedic Memvav, and Memzayin, and Memchaz, Memtesis, that it turns out the opposite of before. Before, the closer you are to the Eibishter, the more you love him. Here, the further you are from the Eibishter, the more you realize how much you don't deserve what the Eibishter is giving you, the deference and favoritism he's showing you, and you should feel more indebted, more gratitude, more thankfulness to Atzim Hussein to the Eibishter. And he gave a bunch of words that a king is going and he's bringing and he's hugging and he's kissing and he's this which the Rebbe explained means mitzvahs and teda and understanding teda. And we begin three lines from the bottom of page 130, that's what it says in the Siddur, that he has sanctified us with his commandments. Right? Every time we make a bracha, we say, What's the simple translation? He has made us holy with his mitzvahs. Says the Alter, what does it mean? man is holy with this mitzvah. So he says, like a man who betrothes, engages his wife. But of course, this doesn't mean we have now an engagement. An engagement nowadays is pretty much nothing, even though by chesidim and kinyin, but it's all it is. Kiddushonu was in the olden days. He used to make edison. A chas made a kale, gave her a ring. They made a suddas edison, a party. Went back to yeshiva. She made a chasanet. She prepared for the chasanet. Twelve months later, they got married and made a chuppah. During those 12 months, she was 100% married. And if God forbid there was tzadis and he got lost, she was aguna her whole life because uh, she had a, a kedushin, a ring. That, this is why they made the takana to make the chuppah and the kedushin together. When we do now a service, you have two cups of wine, right? Because he gives her the ring and then they read the ksubah to make her hefzik. Then you take a second cup of wine and you reach out and then you have yichud, chuppah. Because they realized how many agunas never came because of the pogroms and the crusades and so forth and so on, right? But it's two separate yodim. One is what's called formal marriage and it's called intimate marriage. Kedushin is formal marriage. Chupa is actual marriage. But what is the Kedushin? Whether or not she's living with her husband, she's 100% married. And the nimshal is a yidna 100% married to the Eibishter. Asher Kedushanu. He betrothed us. We belong to him through mitzvahs. God, a man sanctifies his wife, betrothes his wife. The describes marriage as two people becoming one. The same is also true mamish. And to a far greater extent, top of page, Samachvav Nali and Ketz in an immeasurable way, who is the union, the marriage between the Jewish divine soul. That's preoccupied in the study of Ter and the performance of mitzvahs, which includes, as we discussed in Tanya Perik Lamed Zayin, and Lamed Hay, and the animal soul of Hushayin and their garments, Hanes God, as described earlier in Lamed Hay and Lamed Zayin, and it becomes one, and the point is, we become married to the Ebishter, and once we're married to the Ebishter, we have to be loyal to him and him alone. No tzaras, now I'll bring another husband into the situation, which is called the Vedizara. When he describes the relationship between the Eibishter and Yidin, using the analogy, the metaphor, the, con- the, the construct, the model of the relationship between a man and his wife, so he compares Yichud that this marriage between the Eibishter and the Yichud Chasun of to the union of a Chasun and a Kala, with with an attachedness, Chasheke, and a longing, and a desire, B'chibuk, which is hugging, which the Rebbe explained before means mitzvahs, V'nishik, and kissing, which means teda. 
And this is Kiddushana, we belong to him and to nobody else. That's point number one. That's what we say in the Siddur, Asher Kiddushanu B'mitzvah That he sanctified us and he made us his own through mitzvahs. She'alon, or they lift us up. This is a different point already. He's lifted us, Lamai, Laz Kedesh Aliyah Baruch to the step called Kedesh Aliyah, the holiness that's supernal. Blessed be he, which is Chochmah for those who care. The holiness of the Eibish, by himself. So there's already a second Taich in Kedesh. The first to Asher Kiddushanu means he separated us. We belong to him and to nobody else. Through mitzvahs, we have a connection to Ein Sof. And as a byproduct, we can't have a relationship with anybody else. Number two, he's lifted us to Madeg of Kedesh Aliyah. And number three, <coughs> Kedusha, he lost an Avdallah. The word Kedusha also denotes a separation. That Masha Kaddish Baruch Hu, who moved El Me'el, Hashem is separated from the world. This is a level of Seve of Kalaman, hidden from the world, as we're going to see later in Perik Memches. Which is godliness, which is beyond revealability. And nevertheless, a yid, when he does teda, is Kaddish, is connected to the Seva of Kalaman. Ka'idei yichud, ha-nefesh, the union of a Jewish person's soul. Ve'eskalalusa, and is being included. Be'edein Seva Baruch Hu, the infinite light of Hashem, a.k.a. Seva of Kalaman. Ha'rei, emphasis. He be'malos, ma'adregas, the Jew stands in the level, and the step of Kedusha's Ein Seva Baruch Hu, mamish, the holiness of the Ein of mamish, of Seva of Kalaman. Me'achar sins, shamesh yachedes, it's unified. And included they become one mamish. So I would propose we have three points. Point number one is kedusha means to separate, isolate only for yourself. Point number two, it lifts us up to chachma kedusha And point number three, the madreg of havdala, which is save of kalam and perhaps higher than save than chachma. When he does mitzvahs, you and I don't feel it. But when he does mitzvahs, he's not a little bit different than a goy or a lot different than a goy. He's above the whole state of the shtanshus. Anytime he does a mitzvah, he's connected to atzmos. In a way that's impossible to fathom how unique and how different it is. You walk in the street, stand on a bus, you're saying Tanya and the guy's reading a paper. Or you're saying Tanya and the guy's reading Tanya, but you're a Matsuva voice. Through your mitzvah, you're, you're higher than the highest elements, till save of Kalaman. And that's the Kedusha, that's the uniqueness of a Yid. And this is the debt of gratitude, we Atmos. When we think that in spite of who we are, and we know pretty good what we are, he shows us this favoritism, this completely undeserved special treatment, we can't possibly repay it. You will be holy to me. I am holy. And therefore you will be holy. And that's point number one. I've separated you from the nations. To be mine. Which means a second point. First of all, we're holy. Second of all, we have to be distinct, separate. And in the second passage, when you do all of my mitzvahs, and as a result, you become sanctified and holy for the Abish that Aniyah the Shem the of a game with Abish is our God. Peter just means to say as follows: We do mitzvahs, so we become Kaddish. Kaddish means we're married to Hashem and to nobody else. Kaddish means we have a connection to Chachmi Law. Kaddish means we have a connection to Hashem Save of Kalaman. But it means something else as well. You know what that is? That we become singled out. If you will, if you need to dafka split here, we'll call it a fourth Indian. What is it? When you does mitzvahs, Hashem becomes our personal God. Just like it says in the Pasuk, the God of Abraham, the God of Yitzchak, and so forth. Why do we call Hashem the personal God of Avraham, the personal God of Yitzchak? They gave themselves away to Hashem like chariots, and nullified, and included in his life. The same is to each one of us. During when we're preoccupied in mitzvahs, we become Hashem's personal people, and He becomes our personal God. Think about this. Could you imagine 
just President Bush going over to some stranger in the state of Delaware or Montana or Wyoming and saying, you know what, from now on, you're my personal friend. And he calls him on the phone every day and he chats with him. It's unlikely, but clearly there's something very, very unique about it. Now think about the Ebishter. Hashem is the God of everything. Yet somehow he calls himself Mogen Avram, Mogen Dovodil. Okay, special relationship with individual people because they earned it. This is all part of the Asher Kedeshanu. He's made us his own through the marriage with his wife. He's lifted us up the of Chachma through Yiddishkeit. He lifted us up the of Sevgam through Yiddishkeit. And we become so special that Hashem becomes our personal God because we're doing what Abishta did once. Like the Ovis, since they were a Merkava to the Abishta, it says, okay, Avraham, the same can happen to every single Jew. This can happen to every single Jew. While preoccupied with studying Tate and doing mitzvahs. And he brings, as the Gemara says, that the key of law can allow me to stand up and to remain standing. If they call a mitzvah for any person doing mitzvahs, even if he's empty. And a man of the earth, a common person, when he does mitzvahs, you have to honor him. Because it's not him that you're honoring, but why are you getting up for him? Because you're honoring the godliness which manifests. And it's revealed in his soul. That's it. So when a Yid does a mitzvah, he becomes uniquely connected to the Ebishter. He becomes Kaddish. He becomes Chachma. He becomes Insaf. And he becomes personally and individually connected to Atma Insaf. Says the Rebbe Rak. It's a big Rak. It's a big, big, major Rak. And the rock is that we don't feel it. And the next few lines are Hachonah to Tamarashi, which I think I've convinced the son to show up to. Rock, the point is as follows. We don't feel. When the year does a mitzvah, he lifts up the Seva of Kalam, and Hashem becomes a Lakay Nishan, a Lakay Menachem Mendel, a Lakay Chaim, when you do a mitzvah. They don't feel it. Why? Because of the curtain of the crude, physical, Nature, Shalinus Dachik, which has not yet been refined and sensitized. And as a consequence of Machshach, and Yanefesh, it blackens the eyes of the Spirit, made Ace Marasalikim from seeing the vision of God. Beha'av is like the Ovis, in fact, so the Abish Terukate, Ben and similar people, that says in Gemara, Shalawi, Lama Bechayayam. They, in fact, saw godliness during their lifetime. I think this was mentioned in Sophpedic Man, but I could be wrong. But you or I, you or I, no, I don't know what was mentioned. You or I don't experience this. But says Dalit Rebbe, don't think that because you're not experiencing godliness, it's not true. When a Yid is learning Tehran and doing mitzvahs, he's one with Atzma saying so. Like Avraham, it's a Yankee. So how many points did he mention about Kedusha? We belong to Hashem and to nobody else. We lift it up to Chochmi Allah. We lift it up to Keset. And we have a, Hashem becomes our personal God. We become his personal favorites, which is pretty awesome.